0: What's up, them listeners? Welcome to another episode of the Midge and the Keg NFL podcast. Host as usual, Billy, alongside me, my co-host, the Keg. Thanks, and joining us today from Dial Up The Blitz, we have Billy joining us. How are we doing, Bill?
1: Yeah, all good. I think we're going to have to um, stick with you. You changing yeah. your name for this one. I'm going to yeah, have to yeah. be Billy, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Keg's kept trying to call me Midge, so... Jimbo, that's your perfect,
1: yeah, I'll do my best. sure. Now. I'll... Yeah, do your practice to be... now. <laughs> he's gonna
0: have to be committed this episode, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Uh so Bill, we'll go with it. So let us um I know Chucky, Chucky's been on before, everyone that's listened to the episodes, they know Dial up the Blitz. Bill and Chucky both host it. So I'll let you dive into it a little bit again and obviously maybe just explain how you became a Buffalo Bills fan.
1: All right, so I'm uh the, the other half of the The Blitz podcast. I'm the better looking and funnier one. Um, yeah, do you know what? Um, I watched uh, the Giants-Patriots Super Bowl, first game I ever watched, sat down and watched it, didn't have a clue what was going on. And um, just, it took me about 10 minutes to realise that I don't like the Patriots. It yeah. took me about 12 minutes to realise I don't like the Giants.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> so I was sort of getting into it in the off-season, and then I uh, the first game that was on Sky Sports, or the first game that I caught on Sky Sports the next season, was um, the Bills against the Dolphins. I'd never heard of the Bills, didn't know who they were. I knew who the Dolphins were. So I thought, I'll watch this game and I'll I'll see who I'm going to support from here. And I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to be a Dolphins fan because I know they are. Miami, that's pretty cool. And then uh, CJ Spiller breaks a tackle and goes up the left side for about 60 yards. And I'm up in the front room, jumping up and down, giving it large like I know what's going on. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> and i um, been a Bills fan ever since, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> well, that's, I'll tell you what, it's always good to hear everyone's like stories, yeah, because I'm always curious. Obviously, especially like it's easier for when you're living out there because obviously if you're from somewhere, it, you know it makes sense. But in the UK, it's always fun to hear, like you know, some of the we've had interviews. that, like, oh yeah, how did you end up supporting that team? So it's quite yeah, it's always interesting to hear. So fair enough. CJ Spiller is the one to thank for then.
1: <laughs> CJ Spiller is well, I don't know about that. well, I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's
1: getting a lot better, is it? It's it, getting though.
2: there now. It's getting there.
1: Yeah, well, um, to- <laughs>
0: we're on <laughs> our is. way. We're on You're our on way. your way. So leading off into that then, Bill, so Buffalo. So for the first time in a long, long time, I've, if I'm correct, you might have heard me if I'm wrong, I think 1995 I've got down for both winning a division, obviously due to the Patriots just having their way with everyone in that division. You know, whoever was in that division, you always felt sorry for because it just seemed like it was never going to stop. Finally, yeah. it has. And he went to Tampa, unfortunately for us. <laughs> um, and now, that's, now that's happened, but won the division title first time in a long time, and also first playoff win since '95, I believe, as well. Yeah. Um. You know, Josh Allen. I mean, he's what John. He's definitely one of the Keg's favorite quarterback. I mean, you know, you have got to love watching him play. And I think the the main thing to talk about here as a Bills fan, you finally have a Stapleton and a face of the franchise, like mainly. If people think of the Bills now, they think of Josh Allen moving forward, which is incredible for you. I mean. Heartbreaking loss in that championship game, but how did you see the year? I mean, it's always heartbreaking to lose in that type of game, but there's a lot of positives to take out of that last season.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, back to you know, first time we've won the division since '95. You know, the the Colts won the division. Um,
0: oh, before the Lidl- and Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and they're not even in the
1: division yeah. anymore. No. <laughs> so it was a it was a good monkey to get off the back. Um, and uh, you know, the first the first playoff win was emotional. <laughs> emotional yes. I'm not embarrassed <laughs> to say that um and you know it, it's finally it's been a long time since we've had a quarterback that we can go right face of the franchise this is our guy um that we can now build around and you know I'm, I'm excited that it's a quarterback like Josh you know he's a he's a gunslinger he takes takes risks um but he's he's ridiculously talented and I know you know you guys know the strength of his arm. You know, as a Bills fan, it's exciting when he. I tell you, you know, as a Bills fan, there's there's almost nothing as exciting as when he sort of steps up in the pocket and launches one, and you can't. The camera hasn't quite got down the field yet <laughs> to see where it's going, and you're kind of heart in mouth, like, is this ending up in Diggs' hands or is it ending up in the DB's hands? And, and luckily for us, it ended up in Diggs' hands more often than not this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've you know I watched a lot of your games in the playoffs. Sort of supported you through the playoffs in a way, like. Um... For me, it was just a running game. You just had sort of no running game at all this year. And that's I think that was really holding you back this year. I mean, Diggs was quality, Josh Allen superb. I mean, he held on to the ball a little bit too long at times. But I mean, what was the run game? What was the issue? Was it personnel or do you think just you know planning and
1: tactics? I think I think we started the year and you know, I think it was decided that you know we're gonna be a, a pass first offense. And I think it's hard for a, an offensive line that's used to dropping back into a, a pass blocking stance to then you know sort of, I think that run blocking is a mentality you know you've got to be aggressive you've got to be first you've got to get your hands hands on the defensive players and, and, and drive them backwards and I just don't think that we had that mentality you know we were a pass first team we were everyone dropping back in our sets protecting Josh and letting him do magic that when we needed to run the ball we as a line we weren't able to do it we weren't able to you know, to win up front, unfortunately. And, you know, the personnel isn't fantastic. Like, I, I like Zach Moss. I think he's a, a good player. I think he had an okay rookie year. But he's not a well-beater. He's not going to, He's, you know, if he, if you give him a hole to get six yards, he's going to get six yards. He's not going to break a tackle and go for 60. And, and Singletary is the same. So a little bit of both, a little bit of, of sort of the personnel who we've got behind the line, the line itself, and just, you know, our offensive mentality our offensive personality, we're, we're a pass-first football team now. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely cost us in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, you you just put so much pressure on Josh Allen, didn't you? I mean, it was just crazy, yeah. that especially the last game. I mean, still, it's a positive season, as you said. You won that playoff game. Josh Allen looks like he's going to get paid. He's he looking like the future. <laughs> Um, especially with the news of Dak yesterday getting that sort of contract like, yeah, I'm, shocked, a, is it? Like, I'm sure
1: Brandon Bean saw Dak's contract that went off right. it. Yeah, <laughs> it Literally has just Mark completely fucked any team ready. like
2: Lamar Jackson's going to want you know
1: yeah I mean if you've got a decent quarterback now you're not getting away with paying him less than 40 a season which is no. crazy money it's yeah. crazy money
2: it is crazy I mean it, it's just like the Cowboys now they're just not really going to be able to support him and I just think the quarterback's got to learn whether he wants to win or Wants to get, you know, extortionally paid. I mean, if a quarterback takes thirty million and puts that ten million protecting himself or something, I mean, it's hard for me to say. Obviously, I've never been offered any sort of money like that, so <laughs> I don't know what sort of position I'd be in if I was in that sort of position. But you know, from an outsider looking in, it's sort of like, do they have to be that greedy?
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to back, I, I kind of, you know, I, I look at the way the Cowboys sort of treated him, put him on the franchise tag, and you know, he's he's not like he was a first rounder that come in; he's a yeah. third round draft pick or a fourth round draft pick like he's not been getting paid in terms of what an NFL starting quarterback should be so you know they, they went and paid Amari Cooper they went and paid Zeke Elliott yeah. as far as I'm concerned that was well within his rights to say nah I, I want I i want yeah, money." yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it makes I any mean, sense
2: yeah I mean if we move on to the sort of the cap next year I mean you're currently sort of 1.9 mil over the cap I mean you've got some cuttable guys here you probably don't want to move on from many of them but you've got a lot of contracts as well. So
1: Yeah, I mean, well, Mitch Morse has just um, restructured his contract to save okay. us $2 million this year. Um, oh, OK. Which is... I'm good not sure he if that's a... up-
0: updated yet. Yeah. That, that's interesting. No. I'm not sure if that's updated, if
1: that was no. recently. Yeah, that won't be updated. That was today. Um yeah. the oh, news right, okay. That he's he restructured his contract, Um, which, you know, it only saves $2 million or, or gives us an extra $2 million. Yeah. But, you know, it was it, more than him restructuring his contract. It was just... The fact that he was willing to restructure his contract to stay in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which yeah. a lot of players in the past have been like, as soon as I've got a shot to get out of Buffalo, I'm not going. <laughs> you know, it's freezing yeah. cold. We're not very good. I don't want to stay here freezing my nuts off within four games a season. <laughs> you know, unless I have it right, Mitch Morse is, you know, he's when he can stay on the field, I know he's had concussion problems, but he's a, a top-tier center. Um, so he, you know, if we would have released him, he, he wouldn't have been hard pressed to find another team. So it's um you know, it's, it's good news, uh, yeah. It's yeah. always good to have, especially like a center Saquon.
0: If he's having a good relationship with Josh Allen as well, uh, people underrate that as well. A center and a quarterback, like you know, exactly, yeah, you've got to be on the same ball. I mean, look what happened to everyone. Thought, oh yeah, Marquise pouncing, Ben, Big Ben are like, you know, they're like that, you know. And then the first play in the playoff is just like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. it's,
1: <laughs> it's an important partnership, and I didn't, you know, like I say, Morse was a cut candidate. I didn't really want to see him go. And the yeah. fact that he's been prepared to restructure his contract just is a, is a positive for us, definitely. Yeah,
2: I think there's so many players that are going to have to restructure this year looking at all these teams that are really struggling, like, so...
0: Pass interference, defence, spot of the foul. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think
2: that's... I mean, any of these you want to sort of move on from? I mean, Mario Addison, Phil Menchel... Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I was,
1: just, uh, I was going to say, I don't <laughs> <saying> that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, there's a few guys on the list. Um, you know, guys like Vernon Butler... If we cut Vernon Butler, like we save seven mil against the cap. I don't think that's a yep. big miss for us. Quinton Jefferson's another one. If we cut him, we save six and a half mil on the cap. Um, and then there's some guys a little bit down the list like Tyler Matakiewicz and, and Lee Smith. You know, we cut them two. We save over five million and we're yep. not going to miss either of them. Um, no. You know, and then it comes to the guys like John Brown and Mario Addison that I think our first port of course should be, you know, call the agent, see if they're willing to restructure. Yeah. You know, re-sign, add some years onto the contract and just sort of spread that cash out. Um, but if not, I think they're both cut, uh, cut candidates as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could, these, these restructurings will, will be all right once we get back to normality and the cap goes back up, you know. Yeah. You afford to pay them then. I mean, you've got quite a lot of guys to renew this year, obviously. You've got Matt Milano's obviously a big one. Um, he's going. He's
1: gone. He's gone, is he? He's gone. Uh, um, you know, something that Brandon Bean does is guys that he, he really wants to keep, he gets that contract done a year early. Right. If you're hitting free agency, you're not a priority. And I'd love to keep Matt Milano for anything sort of south of 10 million a year, but he's going to hit the open market and be asking for 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, he's, he's going to be paid him. this year. So, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, Daryl Williams, the other about- one, you gave him that, you know, that prove it year last
1: year. He proved it. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that has to be um, free agent priority number one. Is Daryl Williams? We we've got to re-sign him. Um, yeah. yeah, You know, Josh is the franchise. He can only be the franchise if we can protect him. Exactly. You know, Daryl Williams done a great job last year. He shut down T.J. Watt when we played the Steelers. He's a guy that I think he has to be our number one priority in free agency. Oh. That you know, there's not many that are, that were that are out of contract that we can live without. You know, like we, we can't live without Daryl Williams. I don't think. Apart from that, maybe John Feliciano. But I think it's yeah. going to be one or the other with him or Williams, um, and you know, right tackle is more important than God.
2: Yeah, but I mean, yeah. he was he was very highly rated last year as well,
1: like so. Yeah,
0: yeah. Daryl Williams just makes sense, and like you say, we, we you know, um, I, I love bringing it back up. Like we had we had the Houston guy, and he, he made like the best like metaphor of like of quarterbacks and their offensive line. It's like you buy the house and then you get your insurance, and it and yeah. it's such like the perfect metaphor for a quarterback and players were around to protect him on the offensive line. It just makes so much sense. So, like you said, yeah. the best way you're going to keep winning games is the fact that, I mean, your own your line was top 10, you know, in terms of grades, you know, like it was a good line. Yeah. And that has massively helped Josh Allen's success, you know, moving forward. And it's like anything, you know, you, you, you've you got all this future in Josh Allen. The last thing you need is putting him under a bad line and then say, you know, knock on wood, it never happens, but gets a freak injury. I mean, even all right, the O-line's oh, been up and down, but even he had a freak injury, you know, like it
1: can happen, you yeah. know, So and that's has yeah. the last thing you'll want. Exactly. And, um, and especially with Josh, you know, Josh isn't scared of carrying the ball and trying to run over linebackers and yeah. jump over people. Yeah. Like he, sometimes you <laughs> he kind of want it. him to just, yeah, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you just want to be like, you're not a running back, mate. <laughs> Chill out, just sit <laughs> in the pocket and launch one. Stop trying yeah. to hurdle people. But, yeah. um I suppose that's part of what makes him, makes him a pretty good quarterback. That's what it is. Yeah, and
2: I'm hoping you get him that protection. I've backed him for MVP next year. So I've, I've backed him for
1: MVP too. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I like the odds that I got. So what'd I, I what you get? I've only
2: got twelve. I, 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 got, right.
1: I got twelve. I got twelve. 12. 12
2: so but, I, thought it was, I thought it was fair. Like I yeah, decent,
1: like, yeah. You know, Coming um, off that
2: good season last year, so
1: yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think you know he had an MVP caliber season yeah. this year. 100%. Um, if he can reproduce that, and some guys, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't ball out. Patrick Mahomes doesn't ball out. You know he could be the obvious choice. He could so be think, up there. Yeah. Yeah. I think twelve to one was pretty good value.
2: Yeah, I mean um, that's that's probably my bet. And then the other one is the old comeback player, which is um what's
1: his Carson, name? Gone to the Carson Wentz. Wentz, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I took I took the same bet. I'm I'm gonna do an article <laughs> to put my betting advice yeah. um about Carson Wentz Comeback Player of the Year and Josh Allen MVP. So look out for that in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, nice. definitely will. that would be that's perfect. I think um he's got yeah, that I'll line now, not So up. yeah, that's it. Oh man, that could be
0: that could be that could be interesting and for the Colts, you know, but yeah. definitely, but definitely for like a Josh Allen's sake, we're getting into you know to the Bills. But I mean, in terms of free agents, Bill, as much as even if, if you because the best thing about best thing about your cap situation for Buffalo, like you know, there are a lot of teams that are in worse situation. You know, with yeah. what is projected to be, what their record is going to be. You're not in the worst position. Like you know, you've got and you've actually got some cuttable options. Like you said, you've just reeled off four or five players that can save yeah. you. A good a healthy amount of amount of change because everyone's penny pinching at the moment. I yeah. mean, if you, if you had to pick up some free agents, I mean, where would you like to see see them go? Where, what would you like to, to go for in terms of a, a veteran guy?
1: Um, I mean, I think we need a running back. We need another running back. Now, I would prefer us to draft one, um, but I think we just need a change of pace back. We need a bat that can catch the ball at the backfield and offers a bit of speed. You know, is that Moss and Devin Singletary aren't the fastest of guys? They're not going to take a crease and make someone miss and then go Um, so you know someone like a Matt Breida would be pretty cheap can come in when he's got the ball in hand he's pretty quick Uh, someone like a Duke Johnson as well a pass catching option out the backfield would be nice Um, you know my dream would be to get Joe Thune from the Patriots but yeah yeah yeah, he's they've mm. like just announced they're so not um tagging him, not so, tagging he's, him. He's yeah. so he's, like he'll be available. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be out of our price range. Um, yeah. but if if we can work out a way to afford him, that'd be great. Um, I did, I really wanted JJ Watt. I really yeah, wanted uh, JJ Watt. I know uh, you wanted <laughs> when we were chatting
0: about it, and you were like, it was amazing though, because obviously all the speculation because he sort of took the heat off the whole Watson saga for a little bit, and then it was all, yeah. oh, what where's JJ going to go? Narrows it down to like all these three contenders, which was you, Cleveland, then correct me who the other team was. It was someone that was a contender. Yeah, Packers. And then I think. like, yeah. yes, yeah, someone like that. And then it was like, <laughs> and then he puts a post source me with like Arizona uh, with, with him lifting
1: weights the Cardinals, to the Cardinals top. Right. I
2: don't like... even think they're in the betting Cardinals. I, I literally don't even think they're in the betting.
1: <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I just I don't understand. Like, you, you know, say I, I want to go and, and get a ring. And then you go to the Cardinals, <laughs> which no disrespect, but they're in the hardest yeah. division in football. Yeah, yeah. Like you come to the Bills, you're going to win the division and make the playoffs yeah. at least. You're going to, yeah. you know, you're yeah. going to be in the dance. He wants I mean, to go yeah. and play in the desert?
2: It <laughs> did make me laugh for the old Russell Wilson though. Like obviously moaning about his line and the pressure. and Then you should get JJ Watt added to that division as
0: well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel for Russell. I must admit, I, when the when the posts will come out and they put literally every like top edge guy. Yeah. That he's gonna go against and obviously Aaron Donald in the middle, and you're like, no wonder why he's moaning, but he's gonna be running for his life again. <laughs> oh yeah, god, I do I do feel for him, I really, really do. But yeah, um, I mean I, yeah. you know, I agree like I, I,
2: running back this year, I think it's just a massive but I do think you need a sort of scheme for a running back as well, and I do think you need to sort of run the ball a little bit more. I think like yeah, you didn't have many attempts at all in that. In that playoff no. game as well, which I think is an issue. But if you can bring in a nice running back, like you say, a pass catching option as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. give give I, give Alan another weapon.
1: Yeah, I mean the problem is is that when we run the ball, it's normally Josh. Yeah, running it. But I yeah. think we need we need a running back that you know we're not going to build or we're not going to go and build a line that then becomes a really good run blocking line because that's not who we are as a football no. team. Yeah. No. What I think we need to do is go and get a, a special running back, which is why I'm not. You know, I don't normally agree with taking a running back in the first round, but I think we're a team that could really benefit from taking a Travis Etienne or an RJ Harris, someone that can make something out of nothing. Yeah. Because the line's not going to do it for them. You know, we haven't got any road graders. We haven't got any guys that are going to spring holes the size of the Grand Canyon for them. They're going to have to do it themselves. And I just don't think that, you know, that Moss can do a little bit, but if he makes something for himself, he's going for four yards as opposed yeah. to none. You know, and Devin Singletary's not, not big enough. Um, yeah. So I think we need a bat that can, you know, unfortunately, do it for themselves because it's not going to be done for them. Well, <laughs> no. you're low I enough think... in
2: the first round that you can pick up one of them guys if they drop. Like, I don't think yeah. it's an issue where you are. I mean, I'm hoping we sort of trade down and go and get Harris, like right, from from four. So, you know, I don't want him taking them at four, but
1: yeah, you know, no. I mean, yeah, he he's my favorite running back in the class. I think Najee yeah. Harris. He's, I think he's special. Um, yeah. So, if, we, if he's still there at 30, I've got no problems with us pulling the trigger and taking a running back in the first round. Hmm. Hmm. I'd like to think it's a no-brainer
0: as well, as much as, um, you know, we're going to the needs of the minute for the draft. But, like, you know, there's a few holes and stuff. But, like, imagine having someone like Harris, or even Etienne, even if if he's graded, um, if your scout's grade him higher, I doubt it. But, you know, like I say, either back if you're happy with. Like, that... that it doesn't change, though. Like you said it doesn't change the dynamic. It's not like you're going to go right. We're just going to like feed them. But yeah. like you said, it gives Allen an option to give give it. You know, if he's handing the ball off, he knows they can create something out of nothing. And if they can catch the ball, you know that that that's very under you know undervalued as well. As you get these nice scat backs that come out, or that you know a lot of these running backs now are projected to have hands more than running the ball. Now they've got to do both. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: It's a different game now to what it was. You know, even ten years ago, it's a different game. Yeah. And although you know, although I prefer Naji Harris personally, I think for our system, Travis Etienne would probably be the better fit. You know, I think he's faster. He's probably got better hands out the backfield. I think he's probably for us probably the better option. But I, I've just got a crush on Naji. No, yeah. fair
0: enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, my perfect scenario. You know, before we get in the draft, for us, is like if we could trade down enough. Because I'd like to say, I think for some teams, they'll be happy to put the trade, especially on him, for Najee Harry, like 100%, they'll go, right, yeah, this is high enough, we'll definitely take him. Um, because he could, be, uh, he's definitely not going out of round one, I just can't see it. I feel like, like yeah. you say, a team like you would trigger it at 30 or someone even in the mid- middle of the round might go, no, we're going to take him now. I just can't see him dropping
1: out of the first round at all. So Yeah, no, I don't I don't see, I, don't, I think if one of them's going to drop outside the first round, it's going to be easier. Yeah. I don't I don't see Harris getting out of the first. Um, no, definitely not. No. so yeah if he's there at 30, I've got no issues with us with us pulling the trigger.
2: I mean what's, what sort of other areas would you like to look at in the draft if he's you know if them to both off the board?
1: I mean we need a we need a pass rusher. Yeah. We really need a pass rusher. Um, you know, someone like like I said, I wanted JJ Watt. He's obviously gone to the Cardinals. Uh someone like Yannick and Gokwe, I think he's probably gonna be out of our price range, but I'd really like him uh, opposite Jerry Hughes. You know, I'm, we're going to end up signing Kwan Short because all old former Panthers defensive linemen end up on the Bills. <laughs> so we're going to sign him. He's going to be fit for three games and then we're not going to see him and then we're going to release yeah. him. That's what's <laughs> going to happen with him. Um, so, yeah, we need we need someone opposite Jerry Hughes. You know, I think if you look at the way the Bucks dealt with the Chiefs, you, you have to be able to get pressure with four. You have to be able to have linebackers that can cover. We can't. I mean, we've got linebackers that can cover. We did have before Milano become a free agent. We we can't get pressure with six, let alone four. We need yeah. we need a pass rusher. There's a few guys in the draft I like. Me me and Chuck did our, our DUTB edge class. We recorded it yesterday. So you know it's it's one of the position groups that I've been deep diving into and, and taking a real look at. Um, and there's some some guys that might be there at thirty that I'd I'd like.
2: Mm. I think I
1: mean, like, you, are you, are you
0: sorry. Okay, who are you actually leaning towards? Like, who is like at, at range at 30 if he's there? Like, you know, because we yeah, I did I speak mean, to Chuck about, like, you know, with edges and he, he wanted the Raiders to take an edge. And we were talking about yeah. edge rushers. So, yeah. who would you like to see that if, he, if he drops 30? Who
1: would you like to see? I mean, in my dream, my dream scenario would be quitty pay drops. Yeah. Um, I watched him yesterday and was just blown away. Like, the man, the, what a prospect. But a good, realistically, yeah, realistically, I think he's going to, you know, his range starts at anywhere from 10, and I don't see him getting out of the, outside of 20. Um, yeah. But a guy like Ronnie Perkins at Oklahoma, um, a, tr- a true 4-3 defensive end, high motor, and just a, a three down. It, you know, you haven't got to worry about him if it's third and one. You haven't got to worry about him if it's third and 14 and a clear passing down because he can do everything. He actually reminds me a little bit of Jerry Hughes. Hmm. Um, and I, I, I expect him to be there at 30. He's not a guy that I've heard a lot of, buzz about it as a first round talent but um, put the tape on and, and take a look he's, he's really impressive you know yeah, I've I mean, not... got
2: yeah I mean there's plenty if... of options I think at edge in the draft like that you could take in the first round there's plenty of options in free agency as well I mean some of these cards are going to get cheaper deals because there's so many of them
1: yeah but that's what I'm hoping happens with, with Yannick and Gokwe. Um I'm yeah. hoping that we can sort of piece something together that yeah. you know pays him fairly but doesn't cost us everything to get him yeah. in and then it just gives us another option at 30 you know where then we're not desperate yeah. for, for an edge rusher that needs to come in and start straight away we can bring a guy in that we can sort of look after a little bit yeah. let him learn from, from two veterans and, and go from there but it's, the cap's so tight and it's kind you know if you look at the way that Brandon Bean has structured contracts if we had if the cap was like normal this year yeah, the Bills would, would be in a really healthy position cap wise mm-hmm. you know he structured yeah. the contracts perfectly it's just the you know the fact that the cap shrunk has kind of, you know, I mean it's done everybody dirty, but yeah. it's really done, really done us dirty with the way we've structured contracts. Um, but it is what it is, you know. Everyone's in the same boat.
2: Yeah, I mean it's taken it's taken like half the money that was in the thing from last year, it's taken half of that money out. You know, so yeah. there's so much less money to be dotted around. I mean, would you be open to sort of any trading in the draft? I mean, is there anyone that you'd sort of trade up for? Or I mean, you mentioned quickly pay probably not going to drop to thirty. I mean, would you? Yeah. Open the um, trading up or not sort of that level?
1: No, I think if we're going to trade, I'd rather go down. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we're a, a contending team now, but we've got, like like you said earlier, we've got a lot of guys that are leaving this year, a lot of free agents that we, you know, we can't afford to bring back. Yeah. So we're going to need a lot of fill up. We're going to need a lot of guys that need to come in as rotational pieces. Um, And I think this is a pretty, a relatively deep class, like it, all around pretty much, apart from sort of defensive tackle and tight end. I think yeah. it's a pretty deep class. Um, you know, I think we can get a, a starting cornerback or a, or a cornerback three in the second and third round. I think the same goes with outside linebacker, with edge, with coverage linebacker. So I'd rather us go down than up, if I'm yeah. honest. Um, but again, it depends who's on the board. You know, if there's a guy like uh, Vera Tucker on the board at 30, then don't go anywhere. Just take it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Take, just take the guy. You know, he can play guard. He can play as a swing tackle. Exactly what we need, especially if we re-sign Darrell Williams. Just gives our, our line that versatility that we need if we're gonna, you know, again, hopefully make a deep playoff
2: run. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think a lot of teams are, I think a lot of teams will be looking at trade this year where they're struggling to pick up players in free agency. There'll be a lot of teams sort of going, let's trade down and try and add a bit more depth. Like so yeah. I think yeah. that'll be a popular tactic. but
0: half the thing as well, you forget with some of these players. Um obviously a few of them have opted out. So that and that's what really makes this draft really interesting, as much as you you put um good point there, Keg by about you know, because it obviously there's less money, people aren't going to get as paid as much, or certain players aren't going to get picked up in free agency. Mm. A lot of teams will try and lead more towards the draft. And the thing is about the draft, you've got some guys, um, one that stands out, Gregory Rousseau, who opted out, and he's been regarded as like an absolute freak at his position. You know, I've seen some of his tape, and he's a lengthy guy. You know, like, but he opted out, so everyone's like, well, where where could he end up? You know, mm. some people have t- I've, I've had I've seen him as high as ten, and then I've seen him as low as I think like twenty four. You know, so you've got guys that, that are going to like swing up and down, yeah. uh, depending who likes them, you know, so it's going to be interesting this year. I think this draft's going to be more active than than the few others in the past few years. I, I Yeah, and it's going
1: to be I think it's going to be really interesting because when you look at the top of the board, you know, when you look at, let's say, the top 10, for instance, there's so many quarterbacks that could easily go in the top 10. There's a, a wide receiver who, in my opinion, is going to be generational. There's a tight end who, you know, he's listed as a tight end, but he's going to be a wide receiver, a big wide receiver in the NFL. You know, that top 10, I expect to be offense heavy. I expect, you know, wide receiver, tight end, quarterbacks to go. Maybe, well, a couple of offensive linemen, you know, I expect um, Penny Saul and and Rashawn Slater to go in that top 10 as well. I think it's only going to be when you get down a little bit to the the Broncos and the Cowboys that we're going to see some defensive players off the board. So hopefully we get a good defensive piece dropped to us at 30.
2: That's a yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. I mean, if you talk about the players that I've been really talked about, it is all offense, you know. I mean, you've got the five quarterbacks that are probably going to go in the first round. You've got the offensive tackles. I mean, I think I've got six of my mock drafts in the first round, which is just ridiculous. But yeah. and then you've got the three wide receivers who are proper top end. I mean, who's your who's your favorite of the receivers? Is it chase or
1: yeah, it's it's chase. Yeah. Like I like Devonta Smith, and I I just I'm not sure if he can be a wide receiver one in the NFL. And if yeah. he can, I'm not sure if he can be one straight out the gates. You know, he he's not overly fast. Like, he's not Jalen Waddle quick. He hasn't got the size of a Jamar Chase. You know, there's not many receivers that don't have these sort of top-tier athletic traits that then go on to become, you know, first-round worthy wide receivers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's not many. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. But like, for me, Jamar Chase gives me Julio Jones vibes. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I think worth, he, he worth training up. For. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if yeah. you need a, if you need like, if I'm the Falcons and he's there at four, you guys don't even need a wide receiver, but it's going to be hard it's, to say yeah. no to. A guy. No, I mean, I'd be, be, yeah. be
2: gutted if they took a receiver this year. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. but, yeah. but, yeah. but you're you, right. you guys don't I've need seen it. Well.
0: Yeah. but I've seen I mean, it. Imagine, I've seen one with like, if I mean, I think Pitts is way too high at four, but I've seen it in a in a mm. predicament for us when it's dropped to like. Chase possibly being there and it's like I I try and think of this dream matchup of like Julio Calvin and Jamal Chase and I'm like is that too high to pass up on you know and it's like and you know and everyone's you know we'll get this another time but obviously everyone's question about the quarterback situation but to, to us this year it's more different than that it's like if you take the best player available if it's a quarterback or not but if you've got someone like Chase that I don't think I can't I can't see him falling to five. Like, I'm sorry to fall to us. I, I've got a feeling someone like my, if Miami keep their pick, I think they're going to take a weapon, whoever it may, whoever's their yeah.
1: highest grade receiver. Yeah. I just think that, it's... That's, where, that's where I've got him going. I've got him going three yeah. to Miami. I, I just don't even think they listen, you know, unless an offer's crazy to get up and get a quarterback, they, they're just going to take to my chase and go, well, yeah. deal with that, which I don't really yeah. want to twice a year, no, every no. year but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no I mean,
2: just... they're in a great position. I mean, We'll talk about because they're in your division. They're in a great position this off-season right? because, you know, they've got the two picks. They've already got four first-rounders now from last year with their yeah. trade log yesterday. So, yeah.
1: you know, they're, they're
2: looking pretty solid going forward.
1: Yeah, they're the ones that are giving me sort of sleepless nights a little bit, Yeah, uh, you know, about us. You know, it's been so long, obviously, with Brady and the Patriots just dominating the division. Now we finally got a team that can, you know, hopefully win a few division titles and make some deep playoff rounds. And then all of a sudden you look over your shoulder and see this Miami team that are building something quite special. Mm -hmm. You know, I I trust Brian Flores as a coach. Um, The only sort of saving grace, I think, is that Josh Allen seems to own the Miami Dolphins.
2: Yeah,
1: He saves his best performances every season for the Dolphins. So I'm hoping that what Brady did to us, Allen does to them. Yeah. And then no matter how good their team is, how ready they are for a playoff run, Josh is like, yeah, fuck you, six touchdowns. um, But we'll see.
2: We'll see. Yeah, it'd be it interesting be to see how Tua does as well. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not completely sold on him, but Who, who's that tour? Oh, Tua, yeah.
1: I don't see
0: it. We'll have to see, but uh yeah, they're gonna be some good games. I mean, yeah, the AFC, especially and I mean it's a bit of a weird one, as much as yes, the Jets are in a bit of a well, I say a bit of they're in a massive predicament, you know. They've got a lot of holes to fill. Luckily they've got a load of money as well, you know. So yeah. um but it, it just takes a couple of picks for them. You know, they're picking high. They've got another first round pick as well. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's quite an interesting division, you know, personally. I think other than, I mean, the Patriots, you know, I don't even really know what they're trying to do at the moment. They're in sort of a weird mode. But you look at someone like if the Jets pick up potentially a franchise quarterback, whoever they pick, um, and they pick up a few players, then maybe in a year or so they might be a little bit more competitive than what they are you know, yeah. I mean, if, if they could tank properly, they'd have a generational guy in Trev, but, you know, they don't, do, they don't do that right, so...
2: I bet you enjoyed seeing them win them games last year.
1: Yeah, I did. I mean, if I'm honest, I'm, you know, with the Jets, I really like Zach Wilson, and even if they take him at two, but I'm going to have to see it before I believe it, because the Jets just, they just Jets. Yeah. And they just yeah, fuck yeah. everything up, no matter what, you yeah. could give them, like, a prime Peyton Manning, and they'd still fuck it up. Yeah. That's what the Jets do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they um, they'd have picked Ryan Leaf probably that year. Yeah, you know, if they had that exactly, they, choice, yeah. that would have been they, the... <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, uh, if they can find a way to fuck it up, they did. They picked Sam Darnold yeah. over Josh Allen. They they fucked it yeah, up. It, it, <laughs> right. They just they. It's what the Jets do. Yeah, it's what the Jets do. The
0: Jets being the Jets, it's, if the Jets fans this, listen, we do have you next week, and we will try not to be as as you know. Too, yeah, so it's been well, a it's been a running theme
2: about it. the uh, the Jets. Like a lot of guests <laughs> have been. Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, the they've been mentioned so uh, we'll try not to be in their episode but Bill we'll, we'll ask you about um so obviously everything's way early you know I mean well we're actually finally getting some some movement now sort of from last night uh, yeah. there's been some like move like finally some activity and it's like okay this is good it gives us a bit more of a you know with some players that are going to go into free agency leading up to I believe I believe it's next week 17th or beginning of next week or uh, the week after it's very close yeah. right so you're getting all that stuff done with the draft, everything else. If you had the perfect scenario in your head, I mean, what would you like to see the Bills doing? What do you really think is realistic going into next year? Do you see another division? I think, to be honest, I think it's yours to lose. Um, I mean, I don't know how you feel. I mean, what can you realistically see that um, your Bills doing it next year for a record? I mean,
1: thirteen and three, I think is is where we're looking at. You know, you don't really want to go backwards, and we've got to. You know, if you look at it. The teams we've got on the schedule this year, from what they did last year, thirteen and three should be realistic. Like we've got some tough games. We've, we've got to go to Tampa and play Tom Brady, which you know we don't do well against Tom Brady historically. But <laughs> I think we're a, we're a, we're a we're a good football team. We're a, we're in a Super Bowl window, you know. And Josh is going to get paid soon. So if we if we're going to make a run for it, I, I feel like this is a year where we need to to really make a run for it. Um, so I'm expecting a division title. I'm expecting us to go back-to-back in a division. And I think anything less than an AFC Championship game is is a failure of a season, which, as a Bills fan, is really weird to say. But I feel like <laughs> if we don't make the AFC Championship game, then there needs to be some questions asked as to why. You know, has Josh regressed? Has the offence become stout? You know, I think it's massive for us that we, we managed to keep Brian Dable. So, I'm a, yeah, AFC Championship game at a bare minimum Super Bowl, really, you know. I think we need yeah. to get to the dance. You know, it's it's been a long time. We need okay. to get back to the to the dance.
2: Yeah, I I completely agree. I think you you know, if you don't win a division, it'd be a failed season, simple as that. Oh, massively, and, you massively. know. You like you say you need to be going at trying to aim for 12 13 wins, and I'm hoping he gets that so he can win his MVP. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's unless, a plan. <laughs> yeah. If we go 13 3, win the division, make the AFC championship game, Josh is going to be writing with a with a shout for MVP again. Um, just, you guys did a mock draft the other day, no?
0: Yeah, yeah. Who did you cake,
1: think? Um, keg
0: released his, so I'm releasing mine tomorrow. Uh, I've had to I, make a couple of adjustments. I <laughs> 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 oh, want for, for your bills,
2: I think. I
1: think you, you picked. yeah, that's
2: it. Nick Bolton, yeah, Nick, the Mizzou uh, middle linebacker,
1: yeah, right, right in, think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 interesting. Um, I think, um,
0: Good plan. yeah, I, I think. Your one was perfectly for need, wasn't it, really, Jim? I mean,
1: I yeah, exactly. I, like it was
2: it was sort of the best best sort of player out of the needs I sort of had available for you at the, at the time, like.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I like I like Nick Bowen. I'm am a fan of what he does. I think if we did take him, uh, I th- I see him as a true Mike. So I think we'd probably have to move Tremaine Edmonds to a sort of weak side linebacker, which yeah. is something we could do because you know yeah, although I've been impressed with Edmonds, there's a lot more potential than than what we're seeing on the field. So. I wouldn't be completely against that, to be honest.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fair, and um, yeah, I think mainly I mean in mine, which will be re- it will be released. I keep saying it's going to be released. It Good will luck saying this name,
2: Bill. I know you've had some practice. <laughs> uh I've
0: <but> had <laughs> some super I mean, with all the players that went right, and I looked and I was like, right, well, what can they? What is the best value? I was like, right, they got to get picked like best value here, and I had when everyone go off my board. I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. I'm going to try and, Bill, <laughs> go for it. But the Syracuse corner. Um, oh, Ifetti, um,
1: Melophon- Melophon- Wu. Melophon- Wu.
0: I think yeah. we got there, but yeah, I had him. I mean, I actually, because um, so I looked him and was like, okay, because I'm um, going through all the corners, pass fairly and um, certain. I was looking at it from other tape and, you know, he's got some, he's got some game to him. I think if he, I think he could easy be day two. I think that's the only issue there. Um, I think if a team really likes him, he could go day one. Yeah. Um, I think he's right in that bracket, but like I say, with, you know, with javis White, well, I'm not saying he could be a pure number two corner, but he could be a nice piece in the secondary. Um, I don't think it would absolutely hurt the defense. I'm a
1: fan. I'm a fan of Mellon Von yeah. Um I think we need to get more athletic at corner. You know, we need to get more athletic on the defensive side as a whole if we're going to keep up with this, you know, spread offense that the Chiefs have got. I'd like to see, you know, Dane Jackson get a shot at CB2 this year. So I don't know if we'd go cornerback in the first round, but yeah. Mellon Von is like definitely it. a guy that... If he's there, I I, I think it would be a good pick for us for sure.
0: Yeah. I think like you said, I think there's some corners, like you say, you, that if it does drop to day two, um, mm. it's not the worst case now. You could get someone that could easily at least plug in and get some reps in. You know, there's some there's some nice corners going into day two rather than yeah. certain them fairly. So mm. yeah, all depending aside. I think that's fair, like you said, and and that's it. The Chiefs are you have to match the Chiefs because they are they're in your you're in they're in your conference, they're the team you've got to try and match yeah. and beat you know you've yeah. got to find ways to beat them so it makes think, complete
1: sense yeah I think everyone in the AFC knows that the the, 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 the you know the conference goes through Arrowhead so if mm-hmm. you're not built you know you've got to be built to win your division but you've also got to be built to deal with the Chiefs and at the moment we're built to deal with a division we're built to deal with most teams in the AFC but we're not built to deal with the Chiefs and that's something that's got to change if we're if we're going to get to a Super Bowl
2: yeah and I just think you've just got to hope that a the cap catches up with the Chiefs eventually,
1: you know, with this Mahomes <laughs> contract. That... It's got to somehow. It's, it's, it's yeah, I right. mean, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Like Saracens with yeah. the NFL? Like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a mental one. I mean, like when we were going through all the, I mean, I think because we looked at Dax and how much he was guaranteed, then we looked through Mahomes, and it was just like some point, it's going to have to. It will catch up with the team, you know. Obviously, the quarterback is going to be the highest payment. You know, Mahomes is worth the money. I'm not even not saying he's not. You know what I mean? Like you pay them, you've paid the man. Like fair enough. One of the best yeah. deals in in the league in, the, in league history. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fair enough. But like you pointed out, even with your bills, but um, with it's the fact that like I think it's a massive thing to touch upon is your Super Bowl window here because it can be dashed away. And believe you us as Falcons fans, it lasted two years. That was yeah. it, and it yeah. just went, and it completely went to a shambles. It can really go just like that, and I think, and I don't think, not saying the Bills will at all. I think you will you, you know, with Josh Hand at the helm, you are, you're always going to have a chance, and with the, some of the players you have, as long as you can retain some and you can build some pieces, I think you're going to be around for a while, especially to compete with the Chiefs. Yeah, um, you know, there's and there's some tough that AFC is, is a lot tougher than it was a few years ago, you know, and I'm i strong believer that you have got look at all these quarterbacks that have gone high. They've gone to mainly AFC teams, you know, and yeah. they're starting to now produce, you know. So it's a yeah. tough conference. Yeah. But that Super Bowl window can be just dashed. So I think you're right. I think it's it's sort of a Super Bowl bus or bus type situation. So it's
1: Yeah. And Falcons are one of the t- you know Falcons and Jaguars were the two teams that when we when we lost to the Chiefs in the AFC championship game, I was just thinking to myself, I don't want to be a Jags where it's sort of one AFC championship game and then dust. Yeah. Or you know, the Falcons where it's so close yet so far and then yeah. dust. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, I hope, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I trust, I trust the guys in the front office. I trust the coaching staff. I trust Josh Allen. So I'm hoping that it's, you know, we're built for some su- sustained success. like fucking hell, we deserve it. Yeah. Oh, it's as a fan, it's been as long a while, enough, Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, as a mate, fan, yeah. As you. a fan, please, please, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: want one. That's, that's that's all I want now.
1: <laughs> one before I die, and I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. One before I die, and I'm yeah. happy. Is,
0: <laughs> fair enough, Phil. I completely agree with you. And to be fair, like I say, see what happens. MVP Chase, I'll be putting some posts up on that. So um, we'll definitely get the MVP hype train going for Josh Allen. I'm sure yeah, everyone will be. Let's,
1: let's get it going. going. Let's, let's get going. that narrative out there, boys.
0: Get it out there. So on that note, Bill, we're going to cut it off there. Um, really appreciate appreciate you coming on. That's like another Dial Up The bits episode for you under the books. Um, for us, um, with you and Chuck on, really appreciate you both coming on. But appreciate you today coming out and talking to us.
1: Oh, mate, anytime, anytime I get the opportunity to talk Buffalo Bills football, I'm there. I'm there.
0: Gosh. there we go. Good, good stuff. So on that note, guys, that's uh, that, I think we're nearly halfway through now the off-season talk, so we've still got a fair way to go. A lot more episodes coming up. But keep an eye out, guys, for more content. And on that note, thank you very much for listening. Take care, stay safe, and catch you next time.